changing things up here uh we're changing things up here guys i i'm done with waiting a week to discuss everything that happened i don't care if the pod the podcast is going to be sh it's not going to be shorter because i'm going to discuss everything that's going to be happening that happened on so and so whichever you know what i watch you know what i mean so so as in waiting a week uh to cover Monday uh Monday Night Raw, Dynamite, uh SmackDown and uh Rampage, I'm just going to say uh say yesterday uh was yesterday was Dynamite. After Dynamite is over, I am going to record the podcast and discuss what happened, how I feel, you know, my everything because my brain is just on going a hundred when i'm watching so so this is going to be the last time it's going to be like all together bunched up so i have further ado hope you guys en enjoying yourselves because i know i am after watching rampage not rampage dynamite Dynamite was a banger. Banger. But let's start off with Hell in a Cell. Uh, I'm not going to go over the whole card with Hell in a Cell because you guys already probably listened to podcasts, reviews, people on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter, I was discussing it. All I'm going to say is... This was just a Monday Night Raw, a three hours Monday Night Raw. Was two good matches that I will I will talk about. We're gonna talk about the Cody, but first the opener, Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Becky Lynch. Fuck Beck fuck Becky, bro. I'm telling you, bro. She just always wants to be in a, a title match. Any match. It's kind of getting annoying at this point. It's like she's so desperate. And you're jobbing my girl Oscar. Oh my god. Uh, that's why I don't I don't want Eo Shirai to go to the main roster. Cause holy smokes, if they're treating Oscar like this, imagine what Eo Shirai's gonna uh this, this shit was disgusting. But overall, Oscar was phenomenal as always. Same was uh Belair. Yeah, Becky hold up her part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. She's good, she's a big time. But overall, congr congratulations to these ladies. They put a hell of a show. Uh, and then, but obviously, you guys know, Bianca retains her title, uh, taking pretty much taking the victory from uh, Becky because Becky did the manhandle slam, pulled her out as Becky would have done if Belair did the TKO. 
boom belair comes in one two three on oscar oscar was our was gonna get pinned either way no matter who was gonna be vic victorious because that's how becky lynn trolls only gonna pin her but so we thought on monday did this on monday overall it was all right uh no one cares about everything else almost mvp who cares ezekiel kevin owens yep ezekiel judgment day aj styles we're gonna talk about that on the monday section but judgment day takes the victory over aj and finn balor and Liv morgan damn i don't know i i tweeted this today saying what are they what are they doing with aj styles I am a huge fan of AJ Styles since the day I started watching wrestling. Freaking since elementary school. Since he was in TNA. And they're just making him as a jobber, like a glorified jobber. It is, you know he's better than this. I'm like, hey, uh, WWE is putting all their eggs in two baskets. Literally. Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. There's no one else to fill the boots. AJ could fill the boots. As I as I'm going to talk about talk about it about Cody Rhodes. But come on, man. Liv Morgan, get her in the title picture. You guys had it. You guys had her in shots uh Shotzi like knocking on the door. People would wanted to see it. But obviously, now we'll keep the three people to it uh then here now, now we're going to talk about the only reason why people watched it and i don't know what is wwe doing you put this whole pay-per-view on one person that's cody rhodes yes steph rollins there don't get me started i love steph rollins steph rollins phenomenal gimmick wise i me personally i don't like the gimmick but he is a good heel with it even though he was a better heel you know you know uh, on his other versions versions of himself he was a better heel i don't know man one hell in a cell match in a hell in a cell really really one like come on people like you the uh, women's trio match uh trio match triple threat that could have been in the hell in the cell they would have tore the roof off that place <sighs> but here comes cody rhodes with a torn peck torn peck <sighs> no one really understood you know how bad it was until he got into that ring and once he took that robe off, oof. oh man, when 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 I say somebody like your teacher said, when my hand goes up, everyone goes shh, or when they put their hands up and everyone goes quiet, that 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 what happened? Like everyone just stopped talking and stared. Even I was like, just I, I I couldn't even tweet. I was just looking at it like, what the? I was just staring at it. It was all purple and all that. 
But as Cody Rose does Cody Rose, Cody Rhodes, he pushed through it. And this is when I say, don't give Cody Rhodes prop fighting through that. What the hell is WWE doing? The medical team saying, yeah, he could go ahead. We'll put some pain meds in him and he could go. It doesn't matter if Cody Rhodes is a grown ass man. This dude literally ripped his peck. And then on Monday, this man still came out to just get a beating. Oh my gosh, bro. I don't know. So many questions. And I've seen people bringing up Kenny Omega saying, oh, but when Kenny was doing it, it was. The thing is, I don't know if the public, uh, me personally, I didn't know he was going through all that. I didn't know he was going vertical. Well, he had vertigo and so many other injuries. It was only till the end people knew because he was like pretty much uh, open and everyone knew he was going to drop the belt in uh, like a couple weeks. So that's when he was starting to be open about it. <laughs> people still said it was dumb, but people praised it because dude was having five star matches was vertigo. And if you guys don't understand, it's when the room is moving and you're just, you know, still. And then when I watch back to Kenny Omega's uh, videos of like, you know, I yeah, you could tell he had it. Like once he said something, you kind of looked at it and you're just like, oh yeah, because there was an instant instance. He was, uh, he, he just stood there for a minute, closed his eyes and then, you know, did what he had to do. I'm just saying, but this dude, <clears throat> fuck, it's fine. You could do him. Bro, literally uh, piss me off. If you guys are watching the video, this is the instant of being a Hispanic and trying to be a content creator, having people come in your room. Yeah. Anyways. Helen Cell was okay. I'm pretty sure Cody and Rollins uh Helen Cell match would have been a banger, straight banger. Still was a banger because oh. But get well, Cody. Hopefully you come back during the Royal Rumble. You know that pop is going to be insane for you. Now, here comes Monday. Monday Night Raw is the Monday Night Raw of June 6th. Everybody speculated about Bray uh, Wyatt returning, same as Hell in a Cell. Obviously, Monday and Hell in a Cell did numbers because so many people thought Bray was going to return. And he didn't because he kept teasing about it, but he could tweet all he wants. We'll just wait for him. So back to Monday Night Raw. We had uh, Cody open the show discussing he, he has to go away for a bit. You know, he freaking wrestled with that. And then, boom. Steph Rollins attacks. Yikes. So pretty much writing him off on Monday, even though uh, everybody was 
eyes can tell um he's written off already because we've seen his horn peck now we have dana brooke versus becky lynch because becky always has to be on the show dana brooke gets the win over uh there it looks like they were just gonna have a regular match and then so many people came out of the 24 7 jobber belt uh and then becky said no let's do this let's have a title match and then oscar pretty much helps uh dana brooke you know when becky was trying to put the leg over dana but you know she uh put uh becky was trying to put the leg on the ropes but oscar you know hold, held her foot down yeah we get it she got pinned over a jobber belt um i don't know what to say good for her uh you're helping the division was what the jobber belt come on man even jeff hardy said that that shit was a jobber belt he felt disrespected being there and yes bleach report gave it a d because yes that was a d this i would say the highlight of monday night raw it was the miz versus the riddle but not the match the match i totally forgot about it was the best moment was maurice and the miz were talking uh on miz tv with riddle and then you've probably seen the clip saying uh saying like uh, riddle saying you have no balls and then <laughs> and then maurice says he has uh he has good balls and then and, and miz kept saying you know go up go up Oh, he has average size balls, above average, and then gigantic, enormous balls. And then Riddle just says, show me. I will say that was the best moment of Monday Night Raw of me watching that three-hour show. It was the best. Uh, Maurice is the best. She is a queen. Moving on, it was the Uso and Street Profit. I don't know. See, this is why I said uh, after, you know, Raw, Dynamite, SmackDown, I'm going to talk about it after I watch. So I so you guys can feel the emotion, you know, I can take my time. Pretty much now I'm just rushing through it just to get a video out before Friday. So you guys can be up to date. But this match, the Uso versus Street Profit, I felt like. The Usos was jobbing. Like, it didn't feel like the Usos we knew. Just, I don't know. It just felt really off. Street off, uh, Profit looks really good, even though, yes, they are really good, but I don't know. And uh, Montez Ford kind of felt slow a little bit because we seen him, you know, getting a, little, getting a little swole. So, I don't know if he's getting, you know, a little slower now, but... I will tell them. And then we had a lastly promo. Uh Dominic Mysterio versus Veer Mahal. I don't give a shit about that. And we have Judgment Day adds a new member and takes away a member. Wow. This water break, guys. This was actually pretty shocking, but shocking doesn't mean good. But overall, this was pretty good. 
this is where I want to see Finn Balor. I want to see Finn Balor not as a baby face. I never liked Finn Balor as a baby face. I like him as buzz cut straight baddie. Like I'm talking about bad ass, like not wearing your brand colored, like all black, everything. That's where he shines the most. So he lines himself with the judgment day, but, uh, but priest says they have to shed some weight and attacks edge. Uh, at this moment, Edge is better off as a babyface. Edge is the best heel, one of the best heels in the business before he retired. Now, when people that want to see him, he has to be a baby babyface. But I do not, I, I don't know where Liv and uh, AJ Styles go, goes on from now. I don't know. WWE feels like they're just doing it on the spot. And I heard some uh, news. Edge said uh, uh, the people up top wanted uh, Edge to do some like supernatural stuff. And Edge was like, uh, no, we're not doing that. I'm not doing that. So I guess Finn Balor is going to do some supernatural stuff. Hopefully not. Because I'm done with this supernatural stuff. And don't bring Chris Jericho, the wizard. It's literally making fun of what WWE is doing. And then we have Omos versus, oh, Cedric Alexander. Obviously, he probably got squashed. Um, yeah, he probably got squashed. We have Ezekiel, Ezekiel versus Otis. Damn, this was not a stack. I'm not going to say stack. I really didn't care about Monday Night Raw, so we're moving past that. Let me get a water break, guys. This is where the real show came to light. Uh, I'm not talking about NXT because I don't watch NXT. I think I turned it on for a minute. I think I turned it on for a minute, but didn't watch it. So as as you guys heard, I'm pretty sure I posted it. There was a battle royale, and whoever wins the battle royale will face John Moxley. In the main event of Dynamite, the Battle Royale had a couple faces. Uh, it had Darby Allen, Daniel Garcia, Murderhawk, Madman, Lance Archer, Eddie Kingston, Tony Nice to kick off the match. Then Ricky Stark, uh, Starks, Jake Hager, Ray Phoenix, Swerve Strickland, and Keith Lee arrived on, next on the scene. Then Dark Order, John, John Silver. The claim Max Caster, uh, uh, Takati Ashe, I keep on mispronouncing. Hold on. Not reading me. Takata Shita. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, and then the gun club came in. Enter next was Dante Martin, Wheeler Yuta, Powerhouse Hobbs, Red Dragon, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. And then the Joker came, Andre, uh, Andrade El Idolo. Good. We don't need freaking new people every Joker 
card comes up. Remember, guys. Even though uh, I was, I was, I was wondering why didn't we get a, uh, you know, big names in here. But overall, it for me personally, it was a good battle royale. Uh, but Tony, somebody got to say, look, too many people keep going out the ring. For the four people in the start of the match literally left the ring. Like what? Come on, stop. Stay in the ring. I know Darby's a high flyer, rust taker. I was like, come on, stop leaving the ring. It's kind of good. It, it was actually getting annoying. But overall, everyone got stayed in the match. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was good. Uh, I really, really thought Andrade uh, Andrade was gonna win. I felt like it was it was gonna be a good match. Was uh, versus Moxley. You know. Uh, Andrade doing it wasn't gonna stop Andrade if he lost uh, Moxley, you know. Uh, but we got Kyle uh, Kyle O'Reilly being the it was the good it was the good wrong choice. He is a phenomenal player, you know, to lose to to Mox. But it was like, come on, I should have got Andrade in there. I felt like it was gonna be phenomenal on that. But it was overall a good one. Oh, this match right here was fuego. Ah, I really like these two, Buddy Matthews and Pac. Surprisingly, I thought it was just going to be like just them facing each other. But it turns out to be for the All-Atlantic Championship Tournament. I guess we're adding more belts. This I don't know. For me personally, it just came out the off the blue. I, I I really didn't see this coming. Overall, this was a phenomenal match, and I hope I just I hope man I hope Pack wins this championship because my boy needs to win something. He's a day one all elite wrestler. Give my boy something, man. Like I'm wearing I, I, I'm wearing the uh, double or nothing trios. Phenomenal match, by the way. If you guys haven't watched it, you guys should. At uh, watch pro wrestling live. Just saying, it's probably on there. You should watch it, and you should watch this match too on pro wrestling live. Phenomenal match. Uh, uh such a good match. I'm telling you guys, there. I, I don't have my notes on here. What all the moves was. That they did, but it was a good match. I'm telling you, good pro wrestling right there, man. Uh, these are two phenomenal sh shape. Like everyone should be ex inspired to be like them. I don't know, man. Those knees that buddy buddy be doing. I'm. I need to learn that shit, man. That athleticism they had. Oof. All right. Enough talking about that. You know. But overall, but uh. I wonder if they have it. I wonder if they have the card. Uh, let me search it up, guys. You search. Uh, I know Miro is in there. Uh, let me get a water break, guys.
It's a little, it's a little laggy here, guys. Yo, something's been happening with my Wi-Fi. For real, for real. Well, Rod, ah, screw it. I already know. So it was Buddy Matthew and Pac. On the other side, it was Malachi Black. I think uh, Ray Phoenix. No, Penta. Uh, Penta and uh, Malachi Black. And then on the bottom is somewhere somebody on, on New Japan. Uh, it just showed the New Japan logo. So there's probably going to be a match right there. But on the, on the bottom side, it was uh, Miro and Ethan Page. So Canadian, I don't know, Russian or whatever Ramiro's <laughs> from. And then we had Buddy Matthew, Ozzy or some shit. You know, all in antics, some shit like that, bro. And then we had Hangman Page versus Dave Finley. What a phenomenal match. Not a phenomenal. I'm over zelliness. But good match overall. You know, Hangman does what Hangman does. Gets that pop. Goes all in. And then, finally, my boy. I was waiting for this, man. I was waiting for Will Ospreay to come out. Come out. Uh, Tremper, uh I don't know. This, uh, I don't have it all down. I, I, I wasn't watching. I was watching. But my TBS kept crashing. It was getting a little annoying. It crashed like five times. But I think uh, Trent Barreto was talking about uh, on the disappointment of not having his friends by his side on National Best Friends Day before issuing a challenge to FTR on behalf of him and Rocky, uh, Rocky Marrero. Uh, the Ring of Honor texting chant hit the ring. And then... And then they were talking in the ring, and then boom, my boy Will Ospreay. Fuck Steph Rollins. Um, Will Ospreay came and made his AEW appearance with Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis, and then they uh, they attack and lay out uh, Beretta and uh, FTR. I was waiting on it, man. I was waiting, and we're gonna get a match on Rampage. Ah, I'm so excited. Uh, I, I, I watched, uh, Will Ospreay live when they came to the DC show, uh, the Capital Collision. Will Ospreay is so good, man. I'm telling you, man, you guys don't even know if you guys don't watch New Japan or seen his work in Ring of Honor. Like, he, this guy was a mid-carter and then went, even when he was in New Japan, it was still a mid-carter. Mid I think he just elevated himself. Crazy. Just saying, we're still waiting on Okada. Oh, Paige did challenge Okada. Uh, I forgot to mention that. Paige, like, after the match, he was like, yo, I want to go for the IWGP title. Uh, interesting, because Mox and uh, somebody, uh, probably uh, Tanahashi or Goto, uh, one of those two are going against Mox for the AEW title. I don't know if they're going to do a switcheroo as somebody on New Japan is going to be holding the AEW. Somebody and Mox is probably, uh, I mean, Hangman's going to be over there holding the IWG. I don't know. But uh, we're, uh, 
even in the battle royale, I was waiting for that coin drop, but it didn't happen. It was fine. It's fine though. So hopefully Okada makes an appearance one of these days. Hopefully Rampage, maybe, maybe guys. Then next was a women's championship match. I think Warlow had a challenge match, but uh, I don't give a shit. But he he had a promo saying he wasn't in the battle royale and talked about he doesn't want to be for the he doesn't want to go for the interim title because Punk's not there and he wants to tap Punk or pin Punk, either one of those. But he wants to do on Punk, which I found good to shut up all those people saying, "Hey, he was number one. What's going on here?" It's fine. Next match, look, man, I'm telling you guys. I'm an advocate for Thunder Rosa to be on AEW all the time. Just come on, be like Brett, like keep her on it. But come on, I know Marina Shafir. I think she was a number one, not number one rank, but she was in the top five and it was an open challenge. Uh, At this point, I needed to take a dump. So I kind of missed it. I, I don't know why I didn't bring my phone. But over by seeing the clips, uh, Thunder Rosa is a phenomenal wrestler. Uh, uh, Shafir doesn't get the credit she deserves. She's good, guys. Uh, I watch her on uh, Dark uh, against uh, Sky Blue. They they killed it. That Sky Blue. She made Sky Blue look good. I'm just saying. Then we had John Moxley versus Kyle O'Reilly. Sorry guys, my cat just threw up for a spit. But let me make this short, guys. John Moxley versus Kyle Raleigh. Nice heavy hit match. Uh George. Overall, it was a good match. It was a nice heavy hitter match. Really enjoyed it. Seeing John Moxley go for the Interim title. Most likely he is going to be winning the interim title. But we have to see what's going on. Overall, guys, this has been a quick podcast. I'm sorry. It is what it is. But hopefully you guys enjoyed.